welcome to the family with co-host <laughs> Catherine Brown. That's really Beautiful. professional. Beautiful. It's like we're going to cake you. Uh, Ellie Nick. Alex Brampernard Rasmussen. Andy Brampernard. And Cassie Schrader. This is Tom Bernard. We'll be right back. Kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Join me, Tom Bernard, and Doug Sprinthal as we talk cars, how to buy them, how to lease them, how to make the most of your money, and much more. What's it going to take to earn your business right now? Tune in every Thursday from 2 to 3 Central or download it on the Tom Bernard Podcast page. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to think about it. I love this song, especially since I'm pissed off at the world. Oh, you know, they, have very, to be, very... they have to be the greatest rock and roll band in world history. Yes. I agree. I agree have completely. Good guys, too, by the way. Well, I shouldn't say good guys. I, Brian Johnson's a hell of a nice man. And, uh, God, who the hell is The ones that one? are left. Yeah, the ones that are left. Everybody's dead. <laughs> Everybody good is dying. God. I know. It's unbelievable. I don't um, know how they sang like they did without getting really sore throats. <laughs> you know, they, had that, yeah. they had that sort of yeah, they scream sort of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know how they screaming. do it. A lot of screaming. You know, it's so hilarious, Joe from Louisville. Uh, I don't know. Apparently, there's some Twitter thing going on. Now, apparently, I fired you, L.A. Nick. I don't know if you knew that or not. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. But How can appa- you fire someone you never hired? <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a very good point, actually. That's a really good point. Yeah, I didn't know. I, I didn't know I worked here. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know any of it's us. It's a voluntary here, position. I like that. Um, some of the just uh, some of the big stories. This uh, manhunt for teen sought in Colorado. Apparently, she's dead. But that was all. The, Isn't news- it a woman hunt? I guess it's a woman. Yeah, I think that's breaking news right now. What is breaking news right now? Because Newser doesn't have it So what did she do? I don't get it. She was obsessed with Columbine. That's all I know. And And she bought a shotgun. That's about it. Yeah, but she threatened a bunch of people, too, apparently. Okay, people do a lot worse than this, and they're not dead. What? what, I don't get it. I think she killed herself, (laughs) maybe. Yeah, probably. It sounds like it. First of all, that can't be her. No, in Columbine. Columbine, Littleton, Colorado. Okay, Colorado. Um, Yeah, Colorado. There's a picture of her. That can't be her picture. She looks like she's 40, and she's only 18 years old. Yeah, Yeah, I I was wondering that, too. I saw the picture earlier, and it didn't make any sense. 
I know it doesn't. It's unbe- oh, okay. Now Joe from Louisville, relax. I was being a smart ass. <laughs> no, not you, Joe. You being a smart ass. Whoever saw that coming? You know, it's pretty amazing because I'm looking at the headlines today, and it's uh, basically a high school food fight ends with riot charges, <laughs> Ivy League dorm to stop skinning and roasting goats, mm. yeah. manhunt over teen sought in Colorado, but she's dead, with cops closing in, former Peru president kills himself. Jesus, can anybody cheer up a little? All this stuff you. is just stressing the whole world out. Like, you it can't really even, is. You, you can't right. even watch it or listen to anything more. Uh, yeah, I said on break, the last two days, I listened to Dean Martin love songs. That's all I listened to. Yep. That's the way to live. Good. That's, That's all a I good did way to for live. the last two days. Dean Martin you know? love songs. And I'm in a better mood for it. Yeah, yes, I bet. I agree. It's just like taking news. You have to take news breaks. You have to. Yeah, I agree with that. You do have yeah, to get away just, from the news. I don't have a chance to do that because that's what I do for a living. All, all too negative. Yeah, she, Everything is just so negative. She made concerning comments in the past, so they sent two dozen SWAT people to go take her down. Oh, I mm. suppose they are a little. And did they, did she kill, did they kill herself? It's a little she much. Um, they're not sure yet. When well, I was walking up in the lobby, it was breaking news on CNN downstairs. Well, they're, yeah. they're very sensitive at Columbine because they had that shooting there how long yeah. ago? But it, yeah, it, did, God, say, ago it did say her body was found. So that yeah, sounds like a suicide. Hmm. Yes, exactly. I would guess that's probably true. And, you know, what are you going to do? It's also sad how nuts people are. People have lost I mean, their minds. I mean, they've just lost their minds. I don't know what's going on, God. but it's crazy. How about this Kim Fox tweet that she sent out after the, she recused herself from the Smollett case? She said, in my opinion, we overcharged a washed-up actor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cold. That's a little cold. The guy's, what is he, about 30 and he's already washed up? But, you know, what are you going to do? And she tweeted stuff about, what's his name, too, the rapper? Uh, Nipsey Hussle? No, the guy was up for rape charges. and What's his name? Oh, R. R. Kelly. R. Kelly, yeah. R. Kelly, Which rapper yeah. up for rape charges? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. World's most garbagey music of all time, and the amazing thing about it is, it's mostly white teenagers that buy it. You know, I hate to say, I hate to say it because it, it'll sound racist no matter how I say it, but gangster style rap tore the biggest hole in the fabric of America in this country's history. There's no question. You're absolutely. It's it, not racist it did at all. So much damage. It's it, it's it's unfixable yep. damage. Well, unfixable damage. Think, yeah. People are always talking about. Gun violence, as if it's just some random thing, but something like ninety percent of it is either suicides, which doesn't count, or gang on gang violence. The vast majority of murders in this country are gang violence, but yeah, they are. People never talk about that because they're they don't want to. That 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 gangster rap has has made it. Romanticized the culture. Romanticized it to be a gangster, and it did a lot of damage in this country. It really did. No, I agree. There's no doubt about it. And it, it is not a black thing like everybody keeps, oh, it's a black. It's, no, it's not. It's selling records. That's what they're oh, selling records to young all, honkies. It crosses all races now. Asian. It does. Yeah. Oh, for it doesn't sure. matter where you're from, what color yeah. you are, what yeah. country you're from. It crosses everything. And it's done a lot of damage. Yeah, it has indeed. Well, it's arguably, but... the worst gang in the country isn't black, it's Hispanic. Yeah, MS-13. MS-13. A lot of bad Asian gangs, too. A lot of Raza. That's true. True. Yeah, there are people of all ages, and then you got your honkies uh, that like to ride motorcycles or whatever the hell they do. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, they're a dying. Here's what I would do. That's a dying breed, though. It it is. Absolutely it is. Here's what I would do. I'd get off my ass and get a job and live a nice life. That's what I would do. Listen to Dean Martin love songs. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Listen to Dean Martin. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll keep an eye on all this stuff, but it's just, uh, man, I, I am very serious about this. The news gets worse every day. It, there's more and more death and more hatred, and more, it's just un it's unbridled at this point. It's sad, you know. It, uh, I you know, know, I don't want to. Where do I start? I don't want to get religious, but all this it says all this is going to happen in the Bible. It does, yeah, that's true. It, it really does. does. It's kind of vague. Well, it, I mean, it, is it vague, does say but... it's all going to go to hell. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah that's there. true. 
Now, L.A., I got to tell you, my favorite thing, you know, this horrible situation with Notre Dame and an 800-year-old church burning, and they're going to take at least five to six years to rebuild it, maybe up to 15 years to rebuild it. But uh, my favorite part of the whole thing is the Hunchback of Notre Dame is now known as the Hunchback of Holiday Inn Express because <laughs> he had to move. <laughs> he had to move to a hotel. <laughs> I think that's very very. I think funny. there's. I still feel like there's something we're not knowing about the situation because it was under renovation. Yeah. All the statues were removed for safekeeping. Mm-hmm. And now the place burns. Yeah, so there's, yep. Now they got, yeah. what, I think, what, they're at, they're at $700 million in, in donations today? Yeah. Seems yep. kind of No, not. they're in uh, the billions, I Are think. they in the billions? billions? Oh, the last billion, time I saw it was $700 million. But it just seems kind of, I don't know, something seems up. I love this uh, headline from yesterday, and it's still on the, the front page of the news today. Bill Cosby slams his insurance company's egregious <laughs> behavior. Oh, is it as egregious as rape? <laughs> because you should know. Where is he now? Good God. He's in prison. He in, is in uh, prison? Pennsylvania. Yeah, in, in Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, well, and Catherine and Alex and I met him about two minutes before he was arrested, so that was real nice. <laughs> it was One a couple time I finally years. get to it meet Bill Cosby. It, well, it was pretty close, though. It was so weird. Yeah, it, was it was really, really weird. weird. He's from, he's, was really that's, weird. he's in my hometown, Philadelphia. Exactly. Uh, I remember he was the first comedian I was ever aware of because my brothers owned his oh, albums. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, That's probably one of the I first I've ever known, about. too. Yeah. 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 150 cubits by 750 well, I think cubits. Most of us, yeah. <laughs> most of us <laughs> met him from Fat Albert, I think, as a kid. Yeah. Oh, God, loved it. Loved Fat Albert. Except that one guy. Who's the guy that went, Abba, Hooba, Heba, Haba? Mushmouth. Oh yeah, mush mush mouth. Mouth. Could, you, so could you call? Weird. Could you call something Fat Albert today? No. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Probably uh, not. Fat Sally. I know you couldn't. You, you couldn't use any of the names in Mark Twain's books. I can promise you that. I don't think you could say the word fat. Probably not anymore. You're probably right about. You could that. have as a white guy. I don't know if you, you know, could. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't realize this. I bought a, a first printing of an F. Scott Fitzgerald book called The Crack Up. Mm-hmm. It's a first printing, so this book is, God, 80 years old, something like that. I got, I'd have to be, right? Because wasn't that the 1930s that he was big? He yep. died at 44 years old. Yeah, 30s. But uh, you wouldn't believe the number of times in that book he drops the big N. Really? Constantly. Oh, I didn't even know that. I had no, I had no knowledge of that. But he, yeah, he liked he liked to use the big N a lot in his writing. Back in so that time, huh? Yeah, I I was shocked to read. I'm it. surprised so, in the thirties. You know what's amazing about that? How how you how you adjust to things and become accustomed to things because now all these years later, since I used to hear it all the time in the neighborhood because, you know, I, I and again I had black roommates that called me the big N, so whatever. But it's been so taboo for so long now that even if you see it, you get this reaction to it. It's like, whoa. It is is regional in the United States. Like the Northeast, you still hear it all the time. You're in Philadelphia, New Jersey, or New York, you still hear it. In the South, you don't hear it at all. Oh, really? No, I didn't know that. Very, very rarely. The Northeast, I think you hear it the most. Well, the Northeast, people are just... Foul mouth in general. Yeah, they are. So they are that, especially Philadelphia. Yeah, L.A. I gotta tell you this. I was gonna save it, but I'll tell you now. So I've been working out quite a bit, lifting weights and doing a lot of walking, and you know, doing some stuff, biking, and all these things, having a good time. And I get in the elevator because I run 21 flights of stairs. Right, I can run. I can go up like five at a time. Then I have to rest. Then I go five more, and you know, it takes me. Doesn't take that long. It takes That's about pretty a half good. Well, I, could, not even I half. couldn't do that. Well, here's my favorite part. So I get on the elevator, and there's a guy. He's from Philadelphia, lives in the building, and I get on. He goes, "Hey, you're that guy. You, you you've been running up the stairs again." <laughs> I said, "Yeah, yeah, I have been." He goes, "Oh, okay. That's that's okay." I said, "Why do you do it?" And he goes, "Okay, Cassie, you're gonna have to get the edit out." Okay. <laughs> so he says to me, yeah. he says to me, uh, you running up the stairs? I said, yeah. I, didn't, I said, you do it too? And he goes, fuck that shit. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> nice meeting you, sir. Uh, it, it, must have, it sounds like it was my cousin. 
<laughs> yeah, it's probably your cousin. Hello, sir. Nice Italian man it sounds from Sounds like my cousin PJ. That's all that comes out of his mouth. Jeez. And then that, you know that's what? Like that's, 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 that's Philadelphia. That really is Philadelphia. Yeah. That's yes, just how it, it is. is it's how it is. It is. It absolutely I, is. I even had a, I had a cop. Me and Nan- this is a true story. Me and Nancy asked a cop something, and he dropped the F-bomb on us. <laughs> <laughs> a cop. It was a cop. A cop. <laughs> I love that. I do. I actually love it. Oh, the guy I should mention, by the way, before I got off the elevator, but you know, ten stories later, he goes, Are "You from Minnesota, aren't you?" And I said, "Yeah." And he goes, "You know, let me tell you something. Your twins got no shot. They got no shot." Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sounds like whatever, sir. Normal. Uh, we'll we'll slog through somehow. Oh, but the Phillies. I, did. See, I find this stuff funny. The Phillies did kill him. Well, two to two games to one, but they're at home, so they should have won two out of the three games. Yeah, it's true. But um, plus, the Twins are afraid of Philadelphia fans. Probably, and are. you should be. I know. I know Santa is. Gets stuff thrown at them constantly. I still love the fact they booed Santa Claus. <laughs> Only in Philadelphia would you boo Santa. Brotherly Claus. love, right there. You know what's funny <laughs> though? I, I have I have to defend Philly a little bit. Philly, okay. Philly is the nicest a holes you'll ever meet. And I'll, and I'll tell you why. Because they'll, they'll say stuff like that and do stupid stuff like that. But if you were going to about to be hit by a train, somebody would save your life. Where in Minneapolis, they would just put, look at their phone and turn their head away. They're, That's it's very a true. Different mm. breed of people. They're rough on the edges, but they have a heart of gold. And it's true. Was that, Sounds like me. I should move there. Was that in Philadelphia or New Jersey where that blind man fell on the subway tracks and the people went down and got that him? Was and in that, was just, that was Philadelphia. I thought it was. And, there was, was, and was, then yeah. there was another lady who fell on the tracks and a homeless person went down and laid on top of her in the middle of the tracks with a train go over him. Jeez. Oh, my oh God. man. But, yeah, so that they went down and risked their lives because they got him out of there and about a half a second later the t- train came screaming through. I mean, they just barely saved that. Well, Philadelphia people, when it comes down to the knit and grit, people are really, really nice. Yeah, I, I found that in the past, you know. Smoking Joe, he was a piece of work. Smoking Joe. Smoking Joe Hager. Oh, yeah. I remember Smoking Joe, I didn't know you? he was from Philly. Hey, Cat Man, how you doing, Cat Man? How's everything <laughs> going? Everything all right with you or what? Come on over, we'll drink. Oh, okay, Joe, whatever we'll you say. we'll bet on some sports. <laughs> Great guy, though. Really, really good guy. We do need to take a quick break. And my God, that segment went by very, very quickly. Let's criticize other people in cities. (laughs) Time flies when you do that, apparently. We'll be right back in a couple of seconds with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Spring is here, and there's no better time to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they want to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK Spring Savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today. Or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them I sent you and save 500 bucks on your LASIK. Offer expires June 21st, 2019. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offers. 
Ooh, little Billy Squire. Very underrated artist. He was indeed, and he was actually a pretty nice guy, to tell you the truth. He was on Capitol Records when I was there, and he's a really decent guy, to me anyway. Wrote some good hits, man. Well, he why did. would any artist want to be mean to their promotion guy? Yeah, really. People are. Well, they are, but why would you do be. that? It's like you're su- you're supporting me and promoting me. I know. So that makes me money. So I think I the be people nice, that right? are mean, it's just insecurities. Probably. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. That's what I write it off <laughs> as anyway. Yeah. No, you're. To tell you the truth, I would say I cannot name someone when I was at Capitol Records and I, you know, I traveled all over promoting and you know doing all that stuff because my my title was director of promotions and and i cannot think of one person on the label that was ever that big he nobody was ever a jerk oh by the way let me point this out you should have seen your mother at like 21 years old and how dreamy-eyed she got around ricky nelson oh my god it was embarrassing i had no idea really what he looked like or who he was to tell you the truth i didn't? didn't really grow up with him no, I suppose And I didn't not. really listen to that rockabilly kind of music. Mm-hmm. So when I met him, I was like, holy m- God, <laughs> this guy is super cute. He's the most I was, handsome man Yeah, I was seen. a little, I was, I was seriously, I was a little bit gaga. I was like, a what? A little? I just couldn't believe it. He I turned think... around and I'm like, oh, that blah. <laughs> <laughs> I was seriously. Right in front of her husband. I guess one of the only times I've been that impressed with where, someone's Where was looks. Ricky Nelson from? Um, well, you know, he, he he was in California, Ozzy and Harriet show. Yeah, but was That's he from there? Uh, I, that I don't know, to yeah, tell you the know. truth. I don't know where they were from originally, but you could not have met a guy that wealthy and that handsome. What a nice person. Wasn't he great? Yeah. Uh, he died in a plane crash or something? Uh, yeah, or he died in a plane horrible? crash. Yeah, he did. Not too long after that. It was not long after that because uh, you and I were in Sarasota when that came on. I went, "Oh my God, Ricky Nelson is dead." I know. What a talent, though! Great and singer, great know. actor. How old I mean, was he when he died? Not very he old. Was Forty-five. Young. Only forty-five. Yeah, it was terrible. Oh God. And he, but you, yes, he died on a plane. He did indeed. Andy, would you put up a picture and show uh, your sister why your mother had such a fit? <laughs> yeah, just so embarrassing. Not, he's really not even person. my type. Oh, he's not even really my type. Oh, Ricky. But he was really cute. <laughs> I can't, can't deny it. I mean, I'm going to find uh, a picture of him here to bring up so your mother will have another stroke or whatever she has. have a stroke. You're, uh, you were, un- honest to God, I was looking at her like, God, you're embarrassing. <laughs> Thank you. Did you find one yet, Andy, to put up? Put up. I can't. I don't really see a yeah, picture that is. As, show, I don't even see a photo really online that. that is as cute as he was. Oh, you can't bring up his picture. I can't show Why anyone. Not? I don't have like a. Well, they could come. They could stand she up and pull it up on her phone. Screen. Yeah, that would be the easiest Ricky way. Nelson. I will. All I'm right, throwing something out right now. Hey, hey, hello, Mary Lou. Goodbye, heart. I. Oh, see how sad this is. What? I just entered Ricky Nelson, and it said we didn't find anything. Oh, oh that's so sad. Well, that's what our world's time. coming what? to. On where? I just put it in Outlook. Ricky Nelson. Outlook. Maybe Outlook. I have to add an E to it or something. What are you Outlook? talking about? Outlook is is uh, what Outlook? Hotmail. Why would Outlook you be looking in your mail, mail for well, photos of Ricky Nelson? Got, I'm not looking in my mail. Yeah, just, there's, a, there's a new thing called Google. Yeah. <laughs> Heard of it? <laughs> I, just, I just googled it and found many, many pictures. He kind of looks like Elvis. Yeah, in a way he does. He was the, the pictures, accessible Elvis, is what he was. In the pictures that I'm seeing, he kind of has an Elvis vibe going. Well, I have breaking news. Breaking news. Oh, what? AOC has said something intelligent. Oh, oh no! God. What did she say? No, I mean like for real. That's why it's breaking oh. news. There's your boyfriend, Catherine, right there. Uh, I'm looking. Oh. At, I'm trying to find a picture of him, like. A more recent one. She basically said that social media is a public health risk. Yeah, she did say that. Why is she on it constantly? She quit. She quit. She did? She says she did. Quit Facebook. She quit Facebook. I have a feeling she's going to be back real quick. Probably. You can't be I just love 
who she is without being on yeah. social media. Basically, 90% no. of her fan base lives on Twitter, so... Yeah. You yeah, can't... Well, and I just can't believe that people... It's very dangerous to listen to your Twitter followers. Yeah. I can't believe she has followers. People love her. I just don't <laughs> yeah. understand it. That's true. Well, she comes... Well, Nancy Pelosi said the, the area that she came from, you could have had a glass of water with a D next to it and anybody would have voted yeah. for it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, she did say that. That's true. So, so she just showed up at the right place at the right time. Yeah, yep. she did. It's absolutely true. And now you got Donald Trump's going after Ilan Omar again today, saying she's got some severe mental problems. I don't know. It's, it's, it's well, like, oh I don't my know God. If, you, if you saw that video of her talking about Al Qaeda. Yes, I did. And she's giggling like a little schoolgirl. Like, I, know. I don't it's, get it's it. Unbelievable. I don't get it. It is unbelievable. I mean, she was so giggly and so happy. To talk about Al Qaeda. Well, no. Pretty amazing. That's Minnesota for you. Well, Donald Trump's not qualified to be president, so it's just all kind of. Yeah, you're you're right about that, too. They're all nuts. Everybody's just doing whatever. We shouldn't have a president. I'm not qualified for this position, but here I am. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's a very good point, Alex. I was going to make that point. So. Either either or any of us, to tell you the truth. Dad, you're the only one qualified. Oh, no, I'm not, actually. I'm not even qualified to do that. I was going to ask you this, because you're probably the only one who knows, Tom. In my my old van that I drive, it Mm -hmm. has the, the supreme sound system that Ford had in 1986 and it, the radio mm-hmm. has an FM, AM FM1 and FM2 yeah if, uh, there used yeah. to be yeah and I now they use it for that. HD FM I think what is the I FM1 think they had, FM2 they had like sub channels and and HD I think is now it's being used for HD FM it's and now known as the dark web it all yeah, it's probably they, the dark web but they both they both still get radio stations yeah, they do. Absolutely, they do. Uh, they're just so. for presets. Oh, is that all it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. If you uh, you it. can do five presets on one, and then five different oh. presets on two. Well, I just stay oh, on KQ. I just stay on KQ. So. Well, there you go. Hey. Oh, Nick. Actually, ah. oh, I actually uh, I should have mentioned this earlier, but I just I forgot about it till just now. When Melissa got her car back from the, she got it armor. Auto armored or whatever that stuff mm, that yeah, right. they put on the yeah. outside of it to make it uh, more oh. waterproof, waterproof yeah. and mm-hmm. such. Resistant, rust resistant. Yeah, we oh, got it back, and every preset had been tuned to KQ. <laughs> oh yeah, God. baby. <laughs> was it, was it, did you take it to a Walzer? Walzer? Yep. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Phenomenal. I love those people over there. She should have maybe thought to put it on KQ before she brought it down well, there. Well, you know. Well, she hadn't, she hadn't even really. She had it for like a day at that point. You'll get better service. It was very, very funny. Judy. I love those guys. Matter of fact, is it you, whose car is it? Is it your car? My car, what? That has all 92 KQRS yes, on it? Yes, I put all the presets on 92 KQRS. I thought you did. Didn't you? I do. Yeah. I know. That's I good. Do. I got in your car and I was like, they all say 92 KQRS. It is amazing. Um, I want to talk briefly about television. We were talking about it this morning. And I went through the top 20 TV shows of the week. And it is pretty amazing. Unless you get to the NCAA tournament, there's not a TV show out there that gets decent ratings anymore. I mean, I shouldn't say they're decent, but they're not good. People just don't watch television anymore, do they? Trump's the new television. Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah, I, I suppose that's true. If he, yeah. if he came out with his own show, it, be, it would just wipe everybody off TV. Yeah, I think that's probably true, and it's probably what he will do. if he. Not, well, I mean, they got that big argument going on now. The Democratic Party does not want Bernie Sanders to be their, their candidate because they think Trump would beat Bernie Sanders. Um, they're very concerned about that. There was just, God, who did I just see on television talking about as a big Democratic leader? And they said, we just, we can't have Bernie Sanders as our candidate because he'll get beat. Well, it, it just, one of these candidates has got to just come up with a, an actual platform. Right? That'd be this good. This is what we want to do. Right. And this is how it, we're going to do it. can't be, we hate Trump. That's vote for us. Yeah, that, that's the yeah, platform I mean, of basically everyone. That's gotten so everyone. old. Yeah, that's gotten so old. And this whole, you know, uh, if you don't vote for whatever person that we put up, because you don't like their policies, that means you're, you know, a racist mm-hmm. or a heartless yeah, right, jerk. Exactly. That, that's that, all. That's just and you know, people just don't even listen to this anymore. I would. I got to get some some 
some people on the air and, and asked this question. Apparently there's a big fight now over naming new regents at the University of Minnesota uh. because some of the people are saying there's not enough diversity. Okay. So you're going to choose skin color over oh over ability well, to do the job? Especially with the state-run thing. What yeah. the hell is wrong yeah. with you? Or, you give it to the – I don't care if they're all black, they're all brown, they're all white, whatever. You put the five or four, excuse me, most competent people in that position, don't you? That'll be a world that might be oh, in the future. We God, don't know. It's just unbelievable. Who knows if that'll ever happen? Yeah, I'm not – and I'm certainly not saying that only white people are – because that's what people will hear. But that's not what I'm saying at all. No. Whoever is most qualified. Look, Alan Page was named the, the Supreme Court uh, Justice, the, the head of the Minnesota State Supreme Court. Long ago. Because he was good at the job. He's right. a black man from America today, and he was named Chief Justice of the Minnesota Supreme Court. Not because he was black, because he was the most competent person to do the job. That's why, and that's how it should be, don't you think? Yes. You would think. I would think, and then you got the guy, that poor bastard, and I don't remember what uh, what uh, town it was, but he he misstated. He was talking about Martin Luther King Jr. Mm-hmm. And when you have Luther and Junior, you're going to have that in your head, right? So he said, he said Martin Luther Kuhn instead of King. He said Kuhn because of Junior, and yeah. you know, right? They said he called him a coon and fired oh, him. Oh, my God. God. See, he did not. He said so coon. Nuts. And it was because of the, the Luther and the junior. It just was in his head. And you have to understand another thing, ladies and gentlemen, and Jeff Passel pointed this out. The whole time you're on television and you're talking, you got somebody chirping in your ear. we got to wrap it up. we got to wrap it up. you got to get moving. Let's go. Let's go. So for them to fire him, and by the way, the the – program director or whatever the hell their name is in television went on on tv the next day and apologized for the racial slur oh my god it's unbelievable so now thank god the guy's suing the station and i hope he sues him for millions he did not say coon he said coon because he misspoke you're not you're not allowed to misspeak anymore no no i guess not i guess not it's true I, I just I read that again today. It's like you really you roasted your own meteorologist. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just I couldn't believe it. Can I mind boggling? Change the subject for a minute. Yeah. About course. it's going back to the Notre Dame Cathedral. You know those timbers that were in that the roof. Yeah. Those were trees that were so tall. And building all of these cathedrals throughout Europe, mm-hmm. you know, sort of every city had like a little race to, you know, make a fabulous cathedral sure, at the time. Yeah, yep. They used up all of those extremely tall trees to the point where they're extinct. Oh, mm-hmm. that's not good. So even if they wanted to cut down timber and, you know, build it the same way, they For couldn't do piece. it because those trees yeah. are gone forever. Yeah. They actually. Well. I mean, back in those days. That's amazing yeah, that they could wipe out an entire tree species. Well, I don't understand something. How'd they blame that on America? Because everything is America's <laughs> fault. So how'd they blame that on America? We did wipe well, out think... millions and millions of buffalo. That's because they're delicious. Yes, oh, yes. we did. In this country. Yes, they did. Millions. They did. In a short period of time, too. Yeah, it was like a maniacal shooting frenzy. They were killing them, and they weren't even using them. In a very short like, period of this time. Is, yeah, this mm-hmm. was just it was just a big fun thing to just go shoot buffalo. Let's go massacre or something. I know. It's just, what do you think? I don't know what's up with that. Who knows? People have lost their minds. Well, I, I'm not a big fan of people shooting stuff. Well, I'm not a hunter. One thing, if I mean, they're going to you know, eat it or use the yeah. skin or, you know. I, mean, I, I welcome coyotes. Indians use skins for lots and lots of things. And wolves on oh. our property. That's really mm. nice. Well, I hope they never bite you. <laughs> That would be good if they we don't have, eviscerate you. You stomp your foot, you. they go running. Oh, my gosh. We, um, during the snowstorm, we had a friend and her kid and their dog come stay at our house. And there was a coyote at our back fence. And Birch and the other dog, Lincoln, were barking at the door. And I opened the door and Birch ran out and was, like, barking at the coyote and was like, get out here. And then the other dog was standing on the deck, like, bark, bark, bark. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> 
I was I'm like, helping. I was like, that dog is a city dog. <laughs> and the coyote is a city dog. And then once Birch came up, and the coyote ran away, but yeah, then ran. Birch ran up on the deck, like, okay, I took care of it. And then Lincoln went down and was like, Slowly. I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. Okay, look, it's all clear. I was like, so that's funny. So funny. But yeah. I, I talk, Poor I, Lincoln. I know. They always stand at the very peak of our driveway, and they do that 30 yard stare across the prairie there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, yep. you, if, if, as soon as they see you, they run. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah, they, do. they don't like to be around no. people. No. And they anytime Birch goes and barks at them in our yard because we hit him in our yard pretty frequently, and he they just take off. Yeah. They never ever have yeah. tried to. And we have we have a family of turkeys in from the property that live have been there for two years now, and they're not getting eaten. Yeah. Hmm. So well, yeah. that's good. That's a good thing. Yeah. We'll take a break. Be right back. Special guest Jeff Allen will join us right after this with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Steve Miller, another good guy, by the way. Mm-hmm. Very nice guy. Great artist. Not Records a big fan too. of this particular song, but. Yeah, it's kind of goofy. Or Abracadabra. Yeah, yeah not a big <laughs> fan, but he's a great artist. Yeah. No, he is. Absolutely. Very talented guy. Is uh, Mr. Allen ready to go? Yep. Jeff Allen joins us, ladies and gentlemen, the America I Grew Up In comedy tour. Jeff, how are you? El, el Jefe. El Jefe. Jeff Allen. Well, I don't think he is there. He is, but we can't hear. it's not working. Hello, who is it? <laughs> oh. All right, why don't you talk to him, and then uh, we'll, maybe we'll pop Maybe he needs to call again. back or something. Yeah, yeah maybe. He's on the line, just we can't hear him. <clears throat> yeah. We'll have him call what are back. you going to do? All right, yeah, we'll have him call Modern back. Modern technology is best. Yes. Indeed. Well, it's because it's not on a phone line, of course. Whenever you're counting on anything going through the air, it's a pain in the ass. Like hey, it's pretty, it's pretty mi- miracle that you can actually do it at all. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I mean, technology is pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. It, technology is pretty amazing, so what I mean, are you going to do? You can send sound waves through the air. It's pretty cool. No, I agree. Uh, by the way, you can find Jeff Allen at jeffallencomedy.com. He talks about uh, being, you know, the one of the premier clean comics uh, or comedians in the business. Jeff began his career in comedy clubs in 1978. I was trying to figure out where he grew up. I don't see it on here anywhere where he actually did grow up, but he's... Uh, he, uh, did you have any luck getting a hold of him? He probably t- heard us talking about Philadelphia and hung up. I <laughs> <laughs> think that's what it is. Andy, what do you think? About did you give it? Did him back did, on the line? Did, did you did back? you get him back on the line? Tell you when he calls back, but nothing yet. Uh, oh, he didn't call back yet. All right. Well, we'll we'll cover some other stuff. But if he does call back, maybe. Well, let's see. We have when's Leon Walker on? He's on one ten, one twenty. We get him on if yeah. he if he can't call back now. We get him come call back at uh, like uh, three o'clock. You know, one. <laughs> <laughs> he can call back at three funny. o'clock. 
Like, a call back at 125. That'd be good. Between well, I, the next two guests. We could have three guests on that hour. That'd be fine. I was going to say, I was just, oh, oh I just wanted to say, um, I've been watching uh, the GoFundMe for Landon, the boy that was thrown. They have reached yeah. almost $800,000. I'm surprised for that boy. Which, that is a, that proves a point that, like, mm-hmm. super rich people could really help like lots mm-hmm. of problems in the world when they've made that much money in just a few days. Four days. Well, look Four how days. much yeah. Notre Dame's made. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. but I'm just saying, no, I mean, it's great. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like. Well, at the same time, that's like one fifteenth of this country's debt. That's not so. No, I know, yeah. but I'm just saying like that was raised in just a few days. And that was probably all done yeah. by people giving 25 bucks. Yes. Oh, I know. It's not one fourteenth. Yeah, it's one fourteen hundredth. Hundredth. Yeah. yeah. But it's probably people. So it's no. It's. I would guess it's people giving twenty five bucks. Yeah. Everybody giving yes. twenty. A lot of people giving twenty five yeah. bucks. I think it said like over twenty two thousand people have donated. Yeah. To. That's um, wonderful. Yeah. All right. I that think. That is amazing, though. We have Jeff. Let's find Jeff, out. Jeff, how are this you? Time. I'm fine. Jeff. How are you? There he oh, is. there you go. A little more volume if I could get it, Andy. That'd be wonderful. Jeff Allen with us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the uh, the America I Grew Up In comedy tour, Jeff Allen, as I said, regarded as one of the premier clean comedians in the business. You know, it's interesting, Jeff. There, there are, are, are more of you now, clean comics, than there were in the, in the past. And I think it's kind of a breath of fresh air because for a while there, everybody was dropping the F-bomb every other word and blah, 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 which is fine. I mean, comedy's comedy, but right. is it a lot harder right. to be funny and be clean? Well, I don't, you know, I think it makes you better. If you're a storyteller like I am, uh, it makes you better because you actually have to get a thesaurus out and use the language, you know, so mm-hmm. to get your point across. So I think it made me better. Um, initially, um, you know, I started... Uh, it was after I, I saw Andrew Dice Clay in an HBO special. I looked at my wife and I said, the next guy who's going to break out of the pack dirty is going to have to go beyond that. And yeah. uh, I don't oh, think I can do that. So I went the other way. <laughs> I just made a conscious decision to, <laughs> you know, yeah, I was too clean to be dirty and too dirty to be clean. So um, you know, I'm not I decided to see if I could do it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you pulled yeah. it off. I mean, I mean that's... There are several guys now that are that are pretty damn funny, and they they do. I don't, I don't even know if they intentionally don't work dirty or they intentionally work clean. I don't think they do. They just kind of they are who they are, and everybody else is dropping the f bomb, so right. it's not funny anymore. I mean, it's not yeah. funny at all anymore. To tell you the truth, it's not shocking. Yeah, it's that's, not shocking. That's for sure. It's not shocking. You know, that's for sure. Yeah. No, it is true. I, I got to read this paragraph, Jeff, because this is a great paragraph. Regarded as one of the premier clean comedians in the business, Jeff began his career in comedy clubs in 1978. Humiliated by the low pay and lack of respect, Jeff turned to drugs and alcohol, nearly destroying his married family and career. He got sober in 1987, found God a decade later, and did what all good comedians do. He found humor in it all, which I like. I li- right. That is what good comedy is about, is finding the truth and why the truth is funny, right? Right. Yeah, the kind I like. I've always liked the fact that it was believable. You know, you look at it, you know. I remember my sister, you know, you know who Emo Phillips is? Sure. Emo, you remember? I don't know. But Emo, yeah, he's a little odd. So anyway, uh, my sister was watching him one year. You know? And uh, about 15 minutes into it, she stops laughing. She looked over at me and she goes, he's like that, isn't he? <laughs> <You know? laughs> and he is. Yeah, he is actually. He is. He's, he's, what he's doing up there is him. It's 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 him. So uh, an extension of him. That's for sure. Yeah. Now, who who? And when you first started in comedy, who did you come up along with? Uh, Nineteen seventy-eight. Oh, well, it really broke through in the early eighties, right? I mean, the early eighties when comedy just blew right. up. Yeah. Yeah. That was why I said to people, I got a chance to go out and develop some craft, to get paid, and be bad at something, you know. And uh, right, yeah, there were more clubs than comedians. That's for sure. I was working fifty oh, weeks a year. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, Minneapolis St. Paul is very famous for our comedy clubs here. You got sure. Alchemy Comedy Company. You got Rick Ross's House of Comedy. You got great places. Really good places. Yeah, I did the Mall of America up there years ago. Yeah, Rick Bronson's House of Comedy at the Mall of America. Or it might have been Knuckleheads if we went back a while. Yeah. Well, it was well, Knuckleheads. How, how long ago was it? It was Knuckleheads, yeah, okay. Oh. 
Yeah, it was 20, 20 years ago, 20-some years ago. Oh, my God. I'm an old man. That is unbelievable. I don't know about an old man. I don't. No, no, no. That's necessarily true or not. But so, who did? Who did you? Do you remember the guy? The first people that you worked with? Because that's one thing I, I always love about talking to comedians. And I know a lot of people in the in the craft and all the rest. Of it, and I love hearing their stories about how they came up. And they're kind of like, well, because there are guys that believe you have to be doing comedy, men and women, doing comedy for ten years before you're really, really good at it. A lot of people really feel that way. Yeah, I was. I was certainly, you know, looking back, when I was ten years into it, and then what I am today, uh, forty years into it, uh, but not even close. Um, but uh, I think it takes time. It takes a certain amount of time, you know, to develop your voice. Uh, I I tried to be Richard Pryor, which fit because I'm a white suburban kid, and uh, <laughs> I think nobody saw. Nobody and nobody saw that I was doing Richard Pryor, so I never got accused of being rich. If I had gone up and done Carlin, maybe somebody would have thought, well, he's doing George Carlin. But uh, to be, uh, you know, I, up to doing the cocaine and the nosebleeds and the, you know, sure. all the, sure. all the stuff I wanted to uh, yeah. I had all the MS well, and all the, yeah, all the stuff. Man. All the good and stuff. The sniff, you didn't set yourself on fire. Didn't set yourself on fire, though, I hope. No, not at all. No, I kind of drew a line somewhere. I remember, I can tell you, when I was sitting on a couch, I was sitting on a couch at a party after a show one night, and uh, somebody passed me a pipe. And I said, what's this? And they said, it's crack cocaine, man. It is the greatest thing ever. And uh, I looked at it, and I looked at the guy, and this little voice went off in my head, and I said, nah, I passed it on and said, nah, I got enough issues, man. I don't need to be adding anything (laughs) else to the repertoire. (laughs) That's exactly right. Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think about that because they said the people were with Pryor the first time he freebased. And they said, yeah. oh, it was like something went off in his eyes. They just saw that oh, he no. found whatever it was, before, you know, and uh, his life was never the same after that. No, so, it wasn't. Uh, I'm, I'm great. Yeah. You know, Jeff, we just, uh, on this show, we just had Richard Pryor Jr. on last week, and I was talking to Richard Jr., and I said, you know how much it pisses me off that when when your father broke, uh, he didn't have a bigger fan than me. I still love Richard Pryor to this day, but I don't like the fact that I can't even say the name of three of his albums. I'm not really happy about that, Jeff, i got to be honest with you. Because he he put the big N, and, well, you can't. You can't even say the name of the album. What are you going to do? Right. So you yeah, go with it's like, that's uh, we crazy. Were talking about this the other day, uh, you can't. My one of my favorite movies of all time, top ten, Blazing Saddles, mm-hmm. and oh, I can't God. show it. I won't, I'll never be able to show that to my granddaughters. My uh, my my daughter-in-law would have an absolute fit if I showed that to my granddaughter. <laughs> I could see that probably. Too. I, said yeah. to her, I said, you know, I took I took seven different dates to see that movie. I love that movie, and I uh, couldn't couldn't do it today. Couldn't do it. No, and, and, you know, they could never, they could never make that movie today. Not a chance. I mean, look, it was Richard Pryor and Mel, um, and Mel. I just they did a great job with the whole thing. Mel Brooks and Richard Pryor. Mel Mel wrote the initial draft, and then Richard kind of tuned it up, and they came away with this brilliant piece yeah. of work. Uh, like the sheriff is near is one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> you know what did he say? Well, he I said the like sheriff the is near. <laughs> Yeah, no, don't shoot Mongo, it'll just piss him off. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I just, I don't know, it, yeah, it's wonderful yeah. stuff. It's interesting that you, you did decide to go the route you took because Richard Pryor was not exactly a clean comedian. Uh, I think he was brilliant. He changed no, comedy forever. All. And, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I found that, uh, you know, again, it took me a while to uh, find... You know my my voice, my rhythm, my cadence, and stuff, and it just happened to work out that picking on my family was uh, was easier than uh, trying to talk about uh, the state of affairs. I was in the mid '90s, and I remember uh, I got really political, and uh, I was losing work because I was uh, right of center in a comedy club, and I was ticking off everybody. And uh, my wife finally sat me down one day, and my wife sat me down one day and said shut up nobody cares and you know <laughs> i think she's right 
I've, I've been on Facebook. I've been on Facebook ten years now, and I'm telling you, not one of my followers has ever asked me my opinion on anything. Never, never <laughs> DM me. Never <laughs> call me up on the phone. Say, hey man, I'm really curious what you think about this whole Trump thing or whatever. You know, nobody cares what I have to say. So I, I kind of took that as a hint, and uh, I just keep my show 99.9% politic-free. I, I got one line, I think. I said, look, if Bernie Sanders gets elected and makes college free for everybody, I'm going. That's all I know. <laughs> Never wanted to go to college. But if it's free, Jack, I'm going. And all these kids looking at me, what are you doing here, old man? Shut up, it's free. You know, and I'm going to fuck every class. Hello, professor. I'll see you next semester. It's still free, right? So that's about as far as I Aren't you glad, though, Jeff, that you got away from political humor? Because right now, I, people are so sick to oh, death gosh. of politics in America. It's unbelievable. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. And it's, it's so funny. We have a dear friend of somebody that's dear, dear to us, just dear to us. And she hates the current president so much, man, that she... <laughs> She's been tweeting, and she calls my wife the other day, and she's, like, freaking out. She thinks the FBI is monitoring her Twitter account. And my wife oh. says, look, you got seven, you got 78 followers. I don't think the FBI <laughs> can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might be right about that. <laughs> but she, she yeah. lies awake at night. She lies awake at night thinking that the federal government is monitoring the Twitter account, and they're going to come and get her and haul her away. I mean... And she's sixty some years old. It's not like she's you know eleven, you know. No. Uh, I, I, you know, the paranoia is just. Uh, was, I don't know. So she, I'm glad you're right. Was she a college? I, right. Was she so. a college professor? No, she was a. He uh, <laughs> was, was in college, though. She, she went to college. That was where I think her downfall came. I'm just yeah, glad I didn't have to unlearn. So, Jeff, yeah. are you gonna are you gonna make it to town? Are you gonna make it to Minneapolis, St. Paul, yeah. and the America I grew up in tour? I hope so. Um, I've done some. Uh, I've done some churches up there. After uh, probably ten years ago, I did a concert, and uh, we did you know, over three thousand people there. So um, I would think that would be. And my uh, son married a Minnesota granola cruncher. So, uh, uh, but she's down here in Tennessee. She's actually up in Minnesota right now. I guess it snowed up there recently. Yep, mm-hmm. it did indeed. We don't want to talk does. about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now, and now it's a monsoon. Yeah. Yeah, now it's raining yeah. like thunderstorms today. Jeff, stay in touch, and when you find out a date in Minneapolis-St. Paul, I would love to have you back on. Yeah, I used to have a, All right. I would love to. I, yeah, I used to have a joke about uh, North Dakota, and uh, I'd say we could give it to Canada. I don't think anybody will miss it. You know, it's just <laughs> awful cold. We miss the oil fields. Yeah, we miss the oil money. Well, we, uh, well, well, we need the oil. Uh, God. Well, that was before we were pumping, pumping our oil out of, out of the dirt. That <laughs> nah, so there you it go. Was, it we'll was stay in touch, below Jeff. zero. I don't know why they... Oh. Yeah, thanks, oh. Tom. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Jeff Allen, ladies and gentlemen, the America I grew up Hi, in man. comedy tour. As soon as we find out the dates for Minneapolis-St. Paul, we'll let you know, and we'll have Jeff in studio. It'll be terrific. We'll be back with the family.